actually our first breast cancer interview that we did. She's the first one of the women who were dealing with breast cancer that we talked to and we shared a, a little snippet of that um, on our breast cancer awareness event. Some of you saw it. Um, if you're watching on our YouTube channel or Instagram, you may not have. Um, so we'll air the whole episode. Um, the beginning when I talked to her when she first got diagnosed and then we're here today to meet with her and talk about kind of the process since the lumpectomy, yes. the radiation, what she's gone through, and share all of that with you. So we're here at her farm yep. um, with her beautiful horses yes. and talking to her. Mm -hmm. And um, this is actually going to be our last video that we share in this series. We're sharing, what, two, three, I think, a week throughout the month yes. of October, right. which is exhausting, so I really hope you're all enjoying it. <laughs> and several of you have subscribed to the YouTube channel, so thank you so much for that and commenting and being part of the conversation in that way. Um, it's why we're doing this, and, and we really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. if you haven't subscribed, please do. Yes, please like do. Like and share and comment and have a conversation. Yeah, we want, join we in. We want to talk with you, and if you have ideas for us, too, for our candid conversations that we haven't covered, then, then please do. Yeah, for sure. Or questions for the women who we've talked to. Um, because most of them are subscribers or friends on Facebook, and they can answer those questions. I know that this can be really scary um, if you're if you're going through it, or if you've been through it, or if you know someone going through it. Um, so please feel free to reach out in that way as well. Whatever questions or comments you have, we we want to hear them. Absolutely, absolutely. Keep yeah. the conversation going. Definitely. So we hope you enjoy these episodes. We thank you for being part of the series um, throughout the month. Where'd the horsey go? Yeah. She's right there, hiding in the shade. Perfect. Wow, we couldn't get this gorgeous horse in well, here. Well, they were running in the Oh, background. they were being silly in the background. Yeah, I know. So. Now they're feisty again. Normally, you know, if I have something that I believe in, I'm fairly vocal about it. Um, and I believe that women should, and men, should be screened for this and not be scared of it. And we, the whole process is, can, can be scary when, like, no, nobody expected them to come back with a hey, you have cancer after the biopsy. Right. The biopsy was like, let's dot our I's and cross our T's and just make sure that this spot that we've been watching um, for like 18 months, which they wanted me to do a biopsy 12 months ago, I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. Let's just keep watching it. Okay. And then, I think it was May, the doctor was like, look, I know that you want to keep watching it, but if you were my family, I would... I would biopsy this just so we now know that it's all going to be okay. So let me ask you something though. Knowing what you know now, would you have done anything different then? Would you have done the biopsy sure. right then? Absolutely. And I will tell you, I was terrified. Sure. And I'm like not a big chicken. You're not. However, having a mammogram, it's on. It's not like painful necessarily. It's a little unpleasant. After you've had a couple kids, you're like, Ugh, do whatever. Right. But the biopsy frightened me because I because I had larger breasts I had to like do it and and dense breast tissue I had to hind up it be on a gurney on my side wheeled against the mammogram machine 
and while they were doing, and the needle was in the machine. And however, however, I it wasn't painful. It was weird. Okay, the nurses and the doctors at the breast health center up at Northeast at Gateway were unbelievable. They were like fanning me with like the papers because I was getting a little like oh. And then a million questions about my kids and my horses just to keep me distracted and like, and it was over like in 10 minutes. Like it was, that was fine. Wasn't my favorite thing, but it was fine. And then, you know, to get that phone call, it was the day after our anniversary, the day before my son's 16th birthday, and we were headed out to dinner and it was like 5.45. And the phone rang, it was from the breast health center. She said, hey, do you have a minute? I was like, yeah and she's like where are you i'm like home yeah and then she's like well you can probably guess what i'm going to tell you and i'm like are you kidding like i it floored me like i it was not even on my radar to be worried and then i was like oh and i took the news pretty well and i went home and i was like okay yeah stow it right and then the next day i cried a lot and then the next day I raged. And then the next day I cried again. And then I was like, oh, never mind, it's totally fine. Like it is a crazy roller coaster. Like, for sure. And like then all of the information. There's so much information. Which is good, right? Like it's but overwhelming. It's, it's overwhelming. And here's what I have learned. Please don't do that. Um every single woman has a very different path, journey, and treatment plan. Even if, like I've talked to other women, they're like, oh, I have what you have, but here's what they did for me. Every single year, new research comes out. Every single year, it gets better and better. Every single year, the recovery and, I guess you can't say cure, but like cancer-free, that all of that, those numbers get better. So they are working on less invasive ways of treating breast cancer that gets you back to life faster. And Levine Cancer Institute up at Northeast is where I'm going. And I have a team of doctors, I have a nurse navigator, there's somebody to help you with insurance. Like, you're not alone, but it is your journey. So like, all the advice, everyone's like, be strong, you got this, you're tough, you're fast. And, and sometimes I'm not tough. And sometimes I don't know if I'm going to fast. So like, yes, I'm strong, but sometimes I just want to like hide in my house or hide in my barn and, and pretend this is not happening, which is so valid though. It's so valid. You're allowed to not be strong. You're allowed to be weak. You're allowed to cry and be pissed and, and yell. And I'm really good at being angry. Why do you want to do that? It's a lot. <laughs> and you were brave too to share your story too. When you were ready, you, you shared it, and and I think I hit it for like three days and it ate me up. Three whole days, Laura. I know, but I suck at lying. I would never be a good poker player because I just cannot. Like it's all here. Right. And it was making me sick to my stomach because people were like, "Hey, how you doing? Fine. Yeah. I have cancer. You really want to know? Right. Like, <laughs> well, nobody really wants to know when they ask that right. question, do they? Right. 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 How's Nugget? Good. You're right, yeah. Right. Ask, ask me about, about my, my horse. horse. Yes. That's the new t-shirt. Ask me about my ask horse. Don't ask me about me. Well, I like the t-shirt that said, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine. That's my theme song. Yeah, totally. So we did our interview. Yep. 
right after you got diagnosed. Yeah. God, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it, it really was. was not that long ago. No, it was like a it thousand years July. ago. July, August, call. September, yeah, October, so October. three months. I literally got the phone call. And I'm like, hi. She's like, so where are you right now? I'm like, <laughs> home? She's like, are you alone? And I was like, I can be. Right. She, I, she's like, so you can probably guess what I'm going to tell you. I'm like, not really. Yeah. Because they had been watching it for 18 months. And it didn't change size. It didn't get any bigger. You mm -hmm. know, I've been going to my regular mammograms because there's a history of breast cancer in my family. And the third six-month appointment, so 18 months from when they first saw it, the doctor was like, listen, I know you don't want to have a biopsy, but if you were my family, I would tell you, let's just put this thing to bed. Let's get a biopsy, put it to bed. I don't think it's anything scary, but I can't 100% tell you that because it hasn't changed size, but I don't love the shape of this little, tiny little dot. And I was like, fine, Ugh, whatever. I'm so stubborn. I'm fine, everything's fine. Very inconvenient. Yeah, very yeah. inconvenient. Clearly I have no time for this. Yeah. Um, the biopsy was terrifying. I'm gonna, I will not sugarcoat that. It was not fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, do they give you anything for the- I mean, if I was, if I had asked for like a sedative or okay. whatever, but you know me, right? Yeah. We're horsewomen. We're Drove fine. myself there. I'm gonna be fine. What's a big needle in your boob? <laughs> Do they numb you? Um, yes. And I, I have got to give mad props to Atrium, the Breast Health Center, the nurses, the doctors, the women that check you out in, check you out. Just incredibly warm and incredibly kind. I mean, I, I guess I've had a couple kids, so whatever. Every, you know, your body is not your own anymore. You're like, here, do whatever you want with it. But at the time my breasts were still humongous so they lay they put me in a a wheelchair kind of and they roll you up to the mammogram because in my head it was just a doctor putting a needle in pull it out no yeah. big deal yeah right. well it is not like that oh. at least it wasn't for me okay so I'm a little claustrophobic like I don't love being like right. in tight spaces so they roll you in they flop your big old boob up there it's, it is just not like there's no humility no humility anymore none i have no humility it's like whoop, and then they smush it like a regular mammogram oh. and you're sitting is, and you're sitting because okay. you're not standing because i mean when i tell you i have to be so still here's what freaked me out it did not hurt it was just the idea Mental, of yeah. it so they numb you okay and did that then hurt? did the numbing hurt nope what? No. Okay. None of this hurts. Okay. Now, do they, they numb you before they flatten your boob? Uh, or do they flatten your boob first and then numb you? That pain right there might yeah. trump. I don't remember. Okay. Honestly, that's weird to say, but I don't remember. No. So, like, they, they clean it. They a little lidocaine. You're good to go. It's not fun. But it's not, like, in the scheme of lots of sure. injuries with horses and having babies. It's like, eh. But then he says to me, you're going to hear what sounds like a mouse trap. Oh, That's God. the machine inserting the needle. Cool. Uh-uh. Uh -uh. You don't feel it, but you hear this pop, and you can't move. Here's what freaked me out, and God bless the nurses. She stood right in front of me and fanned me and asked me about my horses and teaching and all the things that meant my kids, things that yeah. make me happy. Because for what feels like a long time, but is probably sure. two minutes, maybe okay. not but quite. But that's a long time. I can feel the like needle forever. is you're attached to the machine with a needle through your breast like you're so the needle is like poking around pulling stuff out. Ah. you don't feel it you don't see it you don't but hear you, it okay when's the pop come 
When the, the pop initial... just comes the initial boop in. Okay. okay. So, but knowing in my head that I was attached to a machine with a needle. And couldn't move. However, the lovely doctor, he's like, Laura, <laughs> if you say, I'm freaking out, in in split seconds, I can dis yeah okay. attach everything. Okay. okay. Well, that gives you a peek. Safe word. Safe little, word. So it's yeah. like, it's a lot of breathing, a lot of fanning, and then you're done. Okay. And then, so I, I cried. I was like, this is not fun. They're like, no, baby, it is not fun. Aww. But in my head, I'm like, dun, 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 dun. And then the phone call. Yeah. And I'm like, so Scott was sitting on the couch, and I walked out of my office. I was like, so, hey, you guys ready? You ready to go to dinner? He's like, yeah. I was like, so, and by the way, I have cancer. <laughs> of course you did. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, the biopsy came back positive. Let's go. Let's go to dinner. And who's in the living room at this time? Nobody. Just Brody's you and Scott. upstairs. My parents are gone. Just me and Scott. Okay. So Scott's like, of course, like, oh my God, what do you want to do? Let's cancel dinner. I was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. We have been trying to go to this restaurant for dinner for two years. We're going. It's COVID. It's what I, I, we are going to dinner. So we went and we had drinks and food and appetizers. And we just, at that point, I was not ready to have a conversation. Yeah. Well, well fair enough. Understandable. So like we talked about the weather and kids and oh and it going to dc and all these things and then i came home and i lost my shit mm -hmm. <laughs> well, i can only imagine like, and i did i sat of course because my comfort spot is my barn yep i sat with nugget and i was like yeah i don't know who's gonna take care of you when i die uh, right well right like and i'm fine yeah i'm not gonna die sure right like we're all gonna die eventually but, but that's I'm not where your head right goes. now but in my, nobody knew anything. I, I, she, nobody could answer what stayed. They kind of knew how big it was, but it's very interesting. In my head, I thought biopsy answers. Right. And it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no. you would think because they know the size of it, they see the shape of it. Now right. they know what it entails. So why wouldn't yeah. you be able to? So what they could tell me, what was, it sounds super scary, but it was invasive ductal carcinoma. Mm -hmm. So there's two types. So when they, if I get this right, I hope I do. If I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to play one on TV. But um, <laughs> stage zero is when you have in situ, S-I-T-U, which means stays in place. You can have cancer in your cells that haven't left the cell mm -hmm. wall, cell mm -hmm. membrane, cell walls and plants, cell membrane. Um, 